Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. So I wanted to talk about dating. And honestly, this has been a conversation topic for me for forever, because you know, we're in our 20s, everybody's obsessed with dating in this moment, and everybody's fucking, everybody's dating, everybody's hooking up, everybody's doing everything at this age. And, like, college to now has all been this sphere of, like, okay, we were hooking up and being casual, and now maybe some people want to be less casual, they want to be more serious, and now people are like, I want to find my husband or wife or partner or whatever you want to call them. And I am pro finding whatever you're looking for out there in the world, and I think it's kind of easy nowadays, but it's also difficult because people are more anxious and like, more insecure, I feel like, than ever before, because we're comparing ourselves to literally everybody on the planet. So I wanted to talk about it because everyone I know who's single, even when I was single pre-pandemic, everybody was obsessed with finding their person. And women especially love to talk shit about dating and talk about how much they hate dating. And I just don't get it. And so I wanted to talk about it because there are so many good things about dating that we could dive into. And I also could talk about the bad things about dating, but I feel like these are pretty obvious. Like the bad things about dating are that you go out with people that are fucking weird or you get played a lot, which is not fun, but there's ways to not get played. You just have to literally open your eyes to the red flags that are going on. So I just want to talk about the good things and maybe give some advice if you need it. Because a lot of these people who are single are giving dating advice. And I'm not anti that, but there are some influencers that I follow that I'm like, you're giving A, really bad advice, and B, you're acting very immature about this, and that's probably why you don't have, like, a mature relationship. And these aren't people that are like, ooh, I love being single. Like, they're always talking shit about them being single, and they're always like, mm, I'm, you know, this is why I'm single. And I'm like, if you actually want a relationship, then you need to not act the way you're acting, you know? So, yeah, let's dive in. So I, who am I to be talking about this? I mean... I'm a woman in the 21st century, and I've been on the apps. I have had multiple boyfriends, long-term and short-term. I've done casual stuff. I feel like I have a pretty good feel of how dating is. And I've lived in different cities, and I, you know, talk to so many people about dating. So I get, I get that it's harder in certain cities especially if you live in a small town or a small city it's a little harder to find options out there but in my mind it shouldn't be that hard because a if you're living in a city you like that you feel like you relate to 
then the people there should also feel like people you would like. And that might be the first piece of advice I have is if you're not liking the people that you're around, then maybe it's like a personality thing and you don't really like being on the West Coast or the East Coast or, or the South or whatever it is. My, I know people in my life, women in my life, who are very much like, I need a really chill guy, like a guy that's not really worried about shit. Um, or I need a really funny guy, or I need a guy that's like a ball buster. And certain parts of the country definitely attract these people. And I have to assume that, I'm going to make an assumption, a generalization here. I do think people like people from their area. Just like everybody's like drawn to comfortability, I think in relationships and dating, people are also drawn to this comforting similar thing so that's why everybody says oh you're like dating your dad or you're dating your mom or like blah 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 like people boys always marry their mom like stuff like that because it's a comfort like if you grew up with these people it's really comforting to have this type of person around and there's some of us like me who purposely try to date people who are really really different than me and surround myself with people who are different from me but that makes it a lot, of, a lot fucking harder, especially, you know, interracial dating. We can dive into like all these more in-depth topics because interracial dating is difficult for many reasons. Um, dating people from different parts of the country can be difficult. Dating people from different other countries can be difficult. And a lot of it is just like you have to learn their cultural differences, but you also have to learn a personal difference because... No matter what, even if they're from your same town or your same culture, you're still going to have to get to know this person because their family life may not be the same as yours. And their, you know, their micro culture will not be the same as yours. So you'll already have to learn a new person's habits. But then on top of it, if you have cultural differences or any of these other things, you have to learn even more stuff. So it's definitely, I'm obviously pro dating everyone, whoever, all types of people. I personally find it interesting to be around people who are different from me, um, but some people don't, and that's totally fine. That's cool, too. Do whatever you want. You do you. So I think that is part of the reason that people struggle is they're in, they're in a part of the country that they don't necessarily like, and a lot of people moved all over the country because they're like, mm, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to try something new. And I'm like, cool, I've done that. I've moved to New York. I've been to New Orleans. You know, I've lived in Florida summer. I've tried short-term things um, and longer-term things. And I honestly, yeah, there's people in certain cities that I just was like, mm, not my vibe. And I've met, I've met my friend's boyfriends who are like, this is a really incredible person, a really nice guy, but would never date this type of person. And I think that is a, if you're really struggling to date in your city, it's like, you got to take a step back and be like, what is it? Is it this? Is this one of the reasons that could be why I'm struggling? Because the type of personality that tends to be in Boston or in Miami or in San Diego, like whatever that personality type, you're like, maybe I'm too high strung for that. Or maybe I'm too whatever for that. You know, so you have to kind of know yourself when people are always like, know yourself. That is so that's the number one rule to finding a partner 
or dating in general, you gotta know yourself. You gotta know what you want. You have to know your boundaries. That's super important, both intimacy-wise, sexually, you know, emotionally. Are you able to be vulnerable with certain people? How are you able to be vulnerable? All these things are vulnerabilities. And being with somebody, whether it's just a one date or whether you're dating them or hooking up with them or have a full-on relationship with them, it is, you have to know your boundaries and you have to know what you struggle with so that you can make an effort to overcome these or to put up a solid boundary and be like, hey, we're just hooking up. I don't want to talk about our families or I don't want to or I don't want to go to a, go on a date with you, or I don't want to show up to your family wedding, or whatever it is, like, you need to set those boundaries up. So in order to set up boundaries like that, you need to know yourself. And in order to know what type of person you're looking for, you need to know yourself. Which, this comes from dating. The more I dated the wrong people, the more I realized what I did want. Um, especially when it comes to a long-term partner, it's easy to be like, oh, I love this person, they're so great, they're so nice. But then as you grow up, you're like, oh, this isn't the type of person that will have like will want to have the same lifestyle as me. Or this isn't the type of person that wants to adopt kids or this isn't the type of person who is willing to travel. You know, there's whatever your things are, whatever your must haves in life are, you need to figure those out. And that's by knowing who you are and knowing what you like and who you want to surround yourself with. So. I think that's really an important part of dating is getting to know yourself and really figuring out what is it specifically about dating that you're struggling with? Is it the type of people? Is it the type of dates you're going on? Is it just you're not in the right headspace to be meeting new people? Because during the pandemic, I mean, even now, I think people are struggling to date people because we're just all a little stressed about being around people because we had to be quarantined for a year and a half or whatever, two years. We had to be pretty apart from each other. And I think I was in New York City, so even being in New York, you're around people a lot, but there's a lot of weird mistrust going on, and you couldn't really avoid people... Which is good, I think, because I think it's helped me adjust back into normal life. But I also, like, hid in my apartment a lot because it was New York and there was, like, an epicenter. So I think we need to give people time to readjust back into reality and be... I've heard friends be like, oh, you can't... Like, guys won't even come up to you at a bar anymore. And I'm like, yeah, everybody's fucking stressed out. (laughs) Like, people still don't know all the rules about COVID. COVID literally, mass mandates just ended in Chicago, I don't know, like a couple months ago. And people are fucking stressed, you know? And people are dealing with their own mental health. A lot of us had a backswing when it came to mental health or physical health or whatever it is during this two-year period. And we need to give people time to, like, come back out of their shells, you know? And especially with people who are working from home, like, you're not talking to anyone all day long. So we got to get back, ease back out there, you know. A lot of people are, like, maybe not drinking as much because it's bad for your mental health. So they aren't as, like, loose as they were. A lot of people are yelling at each other a lot more. Like, I was at a bar with my boyfriend and this guy was trying to, like, get in a fight with him. And I was like, what is, I, me and the girl were like, what is happening? Like, what the fuck? 
nothing happened for you to be like being so aggressive. It was so weird, but it's something that we need to give people time to readjust to. So once things are back to normal or semi-normal or whatever, our new normal, I know I hate that, but we do have some sort of new normal, obviously, and things will change and our culture's changing. Maybe women have to go up to men at bars now. Maybe people who feel comfortable have to be the ones, man or woman, to take the first step, you know? Which could be hard for anyone that is not used to that. Um, so I get it. But yeah, I know dating's really hard right now. I know that people are struggling. And I think this advice is mostly going to be for normal dating scenarios, hookup scenarios, things like that. And if you, the number one rule, like I said, is knowing who you are and knowing what you want. And that goes for every stage of dating. Like if you are, when I was 18 and I never had a boyfriend and I never kissed anybody, I really just wanted someone to like me. That's what I wanted. I did not know what I wanted outside of that. That's all I knew I wanted. I wanted someone to like me and I liked them if they liked me. And then I got my first boyfriend because he liked me and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go out with him. He was a friend of a friend. And you know, we we had a nice time. Like we had a nice time together. He was very fun and nice. Um, And at the time, that's all I wanted, fun and nice. And of course, you know, we didn't work out. We were, I was 19 when we started dating and then we broke up at like 21. We dated for like two years. And from that, I realized what I didn't want, what I couldn't have. And a big part of what I realized I couldn't have is being sucked into somebody's world. And that partner, his whole family lived in New Orleans. He was very family oriented. He had a big family. And I just was feeling very like overwhelmed by this getting sucked into his like family life. I really liked his family. It wasn't about them at all. It was just the fact that I felt like I was sucked in quickly and then I had all these obligations and I don't even do that with my own family. So I'm like, Oh, I can't be obligated to someone else's family in this way because I, I want to want to do these things. And at first I did, and then it started feeling more like a burden. And it wasn't necessarily because of them, but it was because of how frequent the hanging out with his family was becoming. Um, and to be fair, he did live with his... His parents were split, but he lived with his parents at the time. Um, each of them, like, separately. So I think... It was just a lot to be in college and then be around someone's family so much. And it got very exhausting being so, like, obsessed with this one relationship. And I wasn't realizing, I was young and I wasn't realizing that I needed to be my own person. So I think having those steps in dating, you each step of the way you need to know what you want. So after that, I was like, I just want casual. I just want to meet guys and date and, like, be chill. And I did that for, I don't know, six months or whatever. And... It didn't go well because I was still, like, healing and I wasn't realizing that people aren't always nice. <laughs> so I was struggling a lot with that. And then I started dating casually this new guy who was also very, very nice. And our relationship worked for a year or whatever because... He was just so nice. Like, he would have done anything. He was so easygoing. He was chill. He would just 
do what I wanted, which again, great for the time being, great for what it was. And I appreciate him. And honestly, I feel bad because I feel like I didn't give him enough, but also he wasn't very like open. He didn't like share his emotions, share his feelings. Um, even when I asked, so I was like, oh, we can't get any deeper because of this anyways. So, which is fine. I'm sure he has gone on to open up to somebody else that maybe isn't me. And I hope he's doing well. And based off the social media things I've seen here and there, I am sure he is. It looks like he is. So, but for the time, I just needed somebody to like have fun with and enjoy and be nice to me. And he was, he was so nice. He was kind. He was fun. We had fun together. And again, that is what I wanted at the time. And then after that, I actually was doing casual and having fun in the casual. I was like, I was in control. I knew I didn't want to date anybody. I knew that I just was, I was just playing it really fast and loose and getting what I wanted in that moment. And I don't think anybody was hurt with that because I was very upfront. I think being upfront about what you want and having all your expectations laid out is really important in any dating hookup or relationship. It is so, 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 so important to communicate your expectations because expectations unsaid are fucking toxic. They could ruin uh, any kind of relationship, casual or not. Um... So I think it's important to speak your expectations. And from that, if even if somebody isn't clear verbally what their expectations are, they will show you what they want and how they feel about you via their actions. So I always get so infuriated because ever since I was a kid, my mom was always like, actions speak louder than words, actions speak louder than words. And it's so true. Friends, family, whoever, if they don't call you, come to see you, go out of their way to actually be with you, that's a bad sign. You know, if I had a girlfriend that only texted me at 11 and was like, yo, want to go get drinks? I'd be like, we're not friends. We just go out sometimes. I wouldn't consider that person my best friend. So if a guy only does that to you, I wouldn't consider him my boyfriend. And... This is, I don't understand this about women because I think, I think it's easy to get attached to one guy and be like, oh, he, but he's the best guy. And I'm like, you don't know him that well. You've been on a couple dates or you might be friends with him. Like some people, obviously, if you're good friends with him and blah, 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 you might know him well, but you don't know how many other good people there are out there. Like in my mind, I'm always like, there's always more people. And, there, and I value people a lot, and I value what everyone can bring to the table. So I think this really helps when it comes to dating, because even if the date was bad and we didn't click, I still was like, wow, I learned something new about a new person. It's like anthropological. Like, I learned something, so I feel good about it. And it, even if it fucking blew and it was weird and creepy or whatever, then at least I have a funny story. Which, again, helps me connect with other people. You have to realize there are so many people in the world and if this guy that you're in love with or so you say are in love with if you have all these feelings towards this person which I've been there dude I have been desperate for a certain man's attention I have felt that I have been that person I have been desperate and it's embarrassing looking back I was like what the fuck 
But I, like, in my mind, I built it up. I was like, oh, this guy likes me. He texted me. He told me he likes me. He, like, acted really romantic via texting. Literally, that's it, via texting and Snapchatting or whatever. He acted like he liked me a lot. And I just got, like, twisted in my brain that this guy actually liked me, that this guy's actions were going to show me that he liked me. But the reality is his actual actions never said that. We obviously didn't work out. You know, he had been kind of in a relationship still, even though I thought he was broken up. We hung out for a night. It went super well, in my opinion. I had a great time. Um, I really enjoyed the night. And I was like, wow, that was the best first, best first date I've ever been on. That was incredible. Oh, my God. And I thought, like, it was going to go somewhere because I liked this person. I was attracted to him. He had already said via text that he was really into me. But that's it. It was via text. And, th- and we did go out once, and we had a great time, and I really enjoyed it. But nothing happened. We didn't even kiss. He left, which also might have been a, a sign that he wasn't really interested. And then, you know, I got his girlfriend was like, fuck you. Why are you talking to my boyfriend? And I was like, I literally thought you were broken up. I had no idea. He told me you were broken up. Again, his statements were not coinciding with his actions. So, you know, obviously blocked, cut off. And I've been that person. Like, at that point, I was so desperate for this one person's attention. And I was so into him. And I built him up in my head because of that one date. We had one date, and it went so well. And I was like, wow, we just, like, tease each other, and it's fun. And we can do all these fun things. And, like go to different bars and it's so chill and easy and like, wow, it's so great. It's so, so great. But literally, I don't know this person very well. I'd hung out with him a couple of times before this with groups and we don't have similar interests. Like we don't, I don't know this person very well. I still don't know this person very well. We don't, we have very dissimilar interests. You know, there are things about him that I would, if we started dating, I wouldn't have liked. But it's so easy to get caught up in whatever dopamine or serotonin or whatever is being released into your brain and being like, wow, this person's amazing. I love this person. I'm so into this person. Oh, my God. And it's all just chemicals telling you that that's true. And then you move forward and you realize there are so many other incredible people. And I've had multiple times when I, I liked a guy and we were friends and it didn't work out or whatever. Like there's all these things that happen and I get being attached to somebody. But every time we broke up, every time I broke up with somebody or I, something didn't work out with somebody I thought it was going to work out with, I literally found better. because And not that they were, not, not that these people were better than those people, but that I found somebody that was a better match at the time and our timing worked out and it was great. And... So much of dating is timing and realizing that you don't need to waste your time on people who are bringing you down or sucking your energy or, you know, just their words are saying one thing and their actions are not saying the same thing. So I think hookup tech, you know, hookups or relationships, you'll know when a guy likes you. Like it will never, ever, 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 ever be a question if a guy genuinely wants to date you. It will not. You will know. The guy will flirt with you. Then you'll go on a date and he'll text you after. He'll text you either the night of, the next day, or two days later. Like, no matter how busy you are, if a guy likes you, he's going to try to talk to you again. 
Just like if I like somebody, I'll find any excuse to Snapchat them or text them or, or call them or be like, hey, we're doing this thing. Want to come? Like, I will do whatever to get their attention. And it will be obvious to them. And honestly, it seems desperate if you're not into it. But it's just showing interest. You're just interested. My current boyfriend, he drove seven fucking hours to meet me for the first time. You know, he slid into my DMs and we didn't really know each other. We had a mutual friend and he, we were chatting and he was like, hey, can I call you? And we chatted on the phone and then we talked like for hours every day until I met him in person. And that shows spending time giving, and he was in graduate school. Like he was in PT school becoming a doctor. So it's not like he wasn't busy, but he still took the time to show that he cared about me. And I think that is the truth. If somebody likes you, they're gonna, they're gonna show you. Whether they're crazy or regular or insecure or shy or whatever. Like, whatever their shit is, whatever their baggage is, they will still, you will still know that they like you. And if they can't express, if they do like you and they can't show those actions then the timing isn't right. Like you, they can't give you what you need in that moment. And you may not necessarily want to wait for them or help them grow because you're not their moms. You know, you're not these people's moms or dads or whatever. You're not their parent. You do not have to help them or raise them or show them another way. They need to figure it out. And the whole like, Ooh, one that got away, blah, blah, blah. Like that's bullshit. Because there's never a one that got away. There's one that you were too scared to do anything about. And the reality is if you liked them even to this day, you would do something about it. And if you don't, if they moved on, if they're married, they have kids, and you're like, fuck. It's not the one that got away. It's that, oh, I wasn't, it wasn't the right time. Shit didn't work out. We weren't, we weren't, they weren't my person because, not that I think there is one person, but they weren't the right person for me because the reality is we were not at the same place at the same time emotionally and it wouldn't have worked out. And sometimes it does. Like Thomas and I were definitely in two different emotional places at the time we met, but we were like, fuck it. We're going to make it work. We were literally in two different places, long distance. And we were also emotionally in two different places, but we were like, fuck it. We're going to make it work. We're going to figure it out. And it worked. It has not been easy in the slightest, but we are committed. So it's worked. And that's also part of it is like the actions have to speak louder than the words, but they also have to be committed. If you're going to do life together, like if you're, it's one thing to be dating around and like having fun and just dating casually. That's totally different. But if you're going to do fucking life with somebody, if you're going to move in with somebody, if you're going to marry somebody, you have to know that they're willing to go through some shit with you because shit happens no matter what. Shit always happens. People's parents die, grandparents, you know, you could lose a kid, you could go through miscarriages, abortions, you can, somebody can cheat, like, there can be terrible, 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 lose your job, pandemic, Terrible things can happen and you have to be willing to communicate and reevaluate consistently. One of my favorite comedians, Jared Freed, he'll always talk about relationships as if they're like a contract. He's like, if you want more from a relationship, you redraw up the contract and you lay it in front of them and they're either going to say yes or no. They're going to sign it or not. 
And that's kind of how relationships are. Like, as you're going, you're like, oh, do you want to move in with me? They're either going to sign it or not. They don't, they like where they're at, but they don't want the new, they don't want to move forward with you. And that's, and you do, and that's okay. And sometimes both of you are on the same page and you don't want a new contract and you're cool with that. And it's just really dependent. Anyways, I got off track. I got way off track because I was just telling you about my love life. My love life has been a fucking mess. And honestly, I've had a couple of men be like, hey, I'm sorry I was a dick to you. Like, this guy, year, a year later, I think, a year and a half, we were like friends, we had mutual friends, we'd seen each other after he was a dick to me, and we just didn't talk, we didn't make eye contact, nothing. And like a year later, I was living in New York, and he was like, hey, sorry for like being a- an asshole, like I'm working on myself. And I was honestly kind of annoyed, because I was like, I'm glad you're working on yourself, but, like, fuck you. (laughs) But fuck you because this is also about you. You apologizing is about you getting rid of your guilt. But also I understand. And I'm glad that you are working on it and you realize that you did something wrong because that's also important. So shit doesn't always work. And dating is not always easy, so I get why people don't like it. The, The obsessiveness, the, like worry I don't know I always think it's exciting I love meeting new people I'm like oh this person's so cool they do all these new things I think the beginning when you meet a new person is so exciting even if it's just a friend or whatever you join a volleyball team and you meet all these new people I'm like wow these people are so cool I always think people are so cool and then you get to know them and then all their bullshit comes out and I don't know I like that I like that moment where you're just like Mm, they're so cool and romantic and fun. Like, sometimes you just, like, know too much shit and you're like, fuck, it's less sexy because now I know that you have this problem and I feel bad about it. No, these are all the points. Know what you want, and that means you have to know yourself and know what you want in that moment. Whether it's a hookup, whether it's a... You know, maybe you're just in it for sex. Maybe you're looking for a baby daddy. Maybe you're looking for a father, which is weird, and you should probably go to therapy. But I get it. Some people have, you know, sugar daddies, and they're, like, playing a part into that. Maybe Maybe you want a boyfriend. Maybe you want a husband. Whatever it is, you need to know that, and you need to... Lay those expectations out. Be clear. Communicate your expectations. I've had things where I was, like, being really casual with somebody, and then after, like, a couple months, I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling good about this anymore. And I just, I just sent him a text and be like, hey, I'm, I'm not really feeling good about this anymore. You're really a great person, but, I, like, I don't really want to do this. And they were like, oh, okay. And, of course, they still texted a couple more times, and I was like, eh, just, mm. you know, not into it. And... I think that's okay. You know, shit like that can happen. You just have to know yourself, communicate your expectations, know what you want, be open to new things. I think this is a big issue with a lot of people I know. They're specifically looking for something that they think they want and they think they need. And they're not realizing that the more you date, like I always thought I wanted a nice guy. I was like, nice guy. I love nice guys. Always date nice guys. And it wasn't necessarily always the person I was attracted to. I I was definitely attracted to a ton of guys that were like shitheads and broke the law and 
you know, had tattoos and were like kind of grody. I love that. Like I am attracted to guys like that, but I wanted someone to be nice to me. And I realized after dating a lot of really nice guys, I was like, oh, that's not my top priority. Like I want in a partner, like a long-term partner, I'm like, I want someone who's going to be kind and a good person and always working on themselves and always growing the way that I am and willing to be like humble and say, hey, I'm working on this and communicate. And I think that's kind. I don't think that's necessarily nice. Like you don't need to be nice to everyone all the time because you need to be able to put up boundaries and do all these other things that aren't like, I can't be mean. I'm, I have a really trouble not being nice to people, even when I hate them. So it's sometimes good to have somebody that's not nice in the relationship. And that is kind and a good person, but they're willing to be like, Hey, fuck off to whoever. Um, that's just me. That's what I realized in my life. And I always thought I wanted nice. And it's easy to think you want something and realize that you actually have no idea what you need because you haven't really been out with a lot of different people. And I think you have to go out with a bunch of different people and be like, oh, I, you know, I thought I wanted this, but I realize it's not that important if I'm willing, like if I'm getting something else, if I'm getting somebody that feels safe, maybe that's more important to me than nice. Or I always thought I wanted someone super, super funny, but maybe I am willing to give up funny for somebody that feels committed and loyal, you know? So you'll realize what you want if you go on multiple dates with multiple different types of people. You, you have to do that trial and error. My mom always says it's like putting on a coat or like wearing coats. You try on a bunch of coats and some of them don't necessarily fit and some of them fit for, you know, a while, but then you grow out of it. You don't like the style anymore or you realize like now comfort's more important to you than style or vice versa or whatever it is. And so you're just ready and you take off that coat and you buy a new one and you're happy. You're not mad at the coat. You liked that coat. You appreciated it for what it was, but now you've grown out of it and that's okay. And sometimes you try on a coat immediately and you're like, fuck no, this does not fit at all not into it nope and that's okay too but you know you know you have to know what you're attracted to and be open to realizing that attraction can change based off of how that person is and you just got to be open like that is so hard is like everybody has these like ideas of what they need like i need a guy who went to harvard and and is like making eight billion dollars a year and is uh also super nice and fit and perfect and i'm like that just like a that doesn't exist B, you're not perfect, so why would a perfect person want to be with you? Because we're, none of us are perfect. Like, A, nobody's perfect, so that guy isn't perfect anyways. But it's so funny because a lot of the people that I know that are so, like, strict about their what they want from somebody, I'm like, you may not be the, necessarily the person that that person wants. You know, if you want a funny guy, maybe they want a girl that's funny, and maybe you're not that funny. Or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And not to say that there are, that these people don't have their own, like, perfect, great qualities. They do, but they might not necessarily have the qualities that the person they're looking for is looking for. And obviously everyone's unique, but I just think you've got to be open. You've got to try out things that you wouldn't necessarily try. Because there are people that I'm like, all of the men I've dated have not been the people that I've been initially like, fuck yeah. And the guys that I was like initially like, fuck yeah, I, I've 
something about this person. They all have been fucking assholes. And I've tried to vibe with them. And maybe we even vibed well. We should have stayed friends, you know? Because the, the two guys I'm thinking of, they were, we really vibed. I was attracted to them. I think they were attracted to me. But they were, they turned out to be kind of assholes, you know? And the people that ended up giving me a great, like, we had a great time and giving me great relationships and having a good time with in that way, the people that gave me more were not the people I expected, you know? But yet, they've made my life incredible, so... I just think you gotta give people chances. You gotta be open. Give people a couple of chances. Like, don't necessarily cut it off if you're like, eh, not feeling it. Because sometimes people take a moment to, like, loosen up, get out of their shell. But then also, don't be letting someone waste your time if they're not giving you what you like. So, you know, set your expectations. Know what you want. Be open to new things. And just remember, actions speak louder than words. Remember, actions speak louder than words. Do not let somebody worm their way in with words, with false promises. Because that's how you get in trouble. And it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in the like, oh, but he keeps saying I'm such a nice person and great person. I'm like, oh, well, that guy over there also says you're incredible and nice. You just think he's nerdy or you just think he's a b and c because of whatever because he's not like riding a motorcycle with tattoos or whatever whatever the bullshit that people are into i don't even know you're like oh you're obsessed with like all these tiktokers that are super hot and buff great but like do they have any brains in their head or do they have any you know not to generalize there are beautiful people who are smart but you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know anything about them. It's so easy to be like, hmm. And it's easy. And it's okay to, like, let yourself be like, what if? What if he's like this? Whatever. But, like, don't emotionally masturbate to the point that you all of a sudden are, like, daydreaming about marrying this guy and you literally know nothing about him. It's fun to do that, like, a bit as a kid. You're like, hmm. Like, I remember when I was a swimmer and I would just swim laps constantly and I would just, like, come up with elaborate stories about me and this person from high school just like falling in love we'd bump into each other and like you know like classic high school rom-com bullshit and it was fun it's really fun that's why girls read rom-com books you know because they're fun and they're cute and they're hopeful and nice and you know it's gonna work out even though shit hits the fan at some point but you just can't expect life to be like that you know you have to be real and you have to know what you really want and choose pick your battles you know you know and all the the smooth talk and the you know sexy teasing or whatever it is like that is not gonna come to fruition and it's gonna make you feel empty no matter what you know and if that guy is acting that way with you he's probably acting that way with other people because for that person they are it's more about just like the attention they're getting not what they're giving you know they're not trying to actually give you something they're trying to get something from you and that's bad and you can tell that when you're going on dates with people you can tell when people are trying to get something and I also think this is why 
a lot of people have a hard time with dating is because they're in it for them. They're like, I need something. I need something. I need something. And I'm like, what are you giving? What are you putting forward on a date? Like, are you giving your best? Are you trying to be a kind person or ask them about them? Or what, what are you giving? What are you putting forth in this interaction with somebody? And I just think it's so easy to think of what you're, what you can get from this person. And I'm like, what, what, what are you giving? Like in a relationship, you have to view it about yourself. What can you give? What can you do? What can, what part are you taking in this, in this fight, in this household, in this relationship, on this date, whatever it is. Like, I feel great on a random date because I'm like making jokes and blah, blah, blah. not always. Like, obviously I've had awkward first dates, but there've been times when I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I don't know this person. So if I make jokes and it doesn't go well, then it's like, whatever, you know, I don't have, it's much harder to make jokes around the people you've known for your entire life who are going to make fun of you. It's so much easier to be like, you know, throw on a hot top, put on a lipstick and be like, Hey, this is me. I hope you enjoy. This is what I have to bring to the table. What do you have to bring? Oh, you got that. I don't want that, but it was nice meeting you anyways. Okay. Have a nice day. You know, like, it doesn't need to be this whole thing. And, I don't know, you gotta be straight up. Just be real. Be genuine. This goes back to everything. Everything's easier when you're just genuine. And I don't know why people have a hard time with this. Because I can't not be genuine. I have tried. I have fucking tried my ass off. Even when I'm, like, looking hot, taking pics, and I'm like, mm, 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 I'm so hot. Let me put it on the internet. I have, like, an earnest... I have, earnest fucking post because I'm like I don't know how to say like I felt good about myself I don't know how to be like oh yeah I casually look like this I'm like no I spent an hour trying to like put my makeup on and look good and it feels good to look good that's all I have to say you know and it's not cool it's not sexy it's not covert it's all the things that like certain people want but I'm like that is somebody I don't want to be with I don't need this, like, sneaky, sexy, like, no. And I don't give a shit how, I don't care how it comes off because the reality is being genuine and being yourself and being honest and open and true to who you are and being like, yeah, I'm fucking working on it. That is the best way to connect with people. And I just think when you're faking it, it's not going to go anywhere, you know? I don't know. But there's definitely people out there that fucking hate me and are like, wow, you share too much. You're really awkward and earnest and you're ta- talking about too much, you know? I mean, my current boyfriend said I talk a lot about sex. And not, like, in a sexy way. He's like, you talk about sex so much. When we first started dating, like, I don't know, a month or two in, he was like, you talk about sex a lot. And he did not like it because he doesn't do that. And I was like, yeah, I talk about sex all the time. I don't know. Is that not normal? I was like, doesn't everybody talk about sex? Whether you're having it or not having it, everybody's talking about it. Like, everything's about sex. You know, which is funny, because now Thomas says the, the line of, oh, everything's about sex, except for sex. Sex is about power. And I'm like, that's fucked up. And he's like, yeah, it's from some fucked up writer. And I'm like, okay. But there, that's the thing. Some people don't, aren't going to like shit about you and then you're going to have to talk about it and be like, oh, okay. I didn't realize that was even how I came off. I've had guys be like, oh, you were talking about this other guy on a date we went on. And I was like, what? I was? I don't even recall. Like, to me, I'm just, like, communicating what's going on in my life. 
I don't know. It's just like on the forefront of my brain. Maybe that should be a tip. <laughs> Have a filter when you're on a date because I don't. I just like want you guys to find what you want out of a relationship. And if you don't, you got to dig into what you want and see, see what's going on. So much of it is just like letting it flow. I don't know. I would always put myself out there and go on dates. And you know what's funny? I had a lot of women. I've had my sisters and other women be like, oh, my God, you are always dating somebody. As if, like, that's a fucking bad thing. I'm like, okay. You're always single. Like, is that a bad... Like, I would never say that. Like, ooh, you're always single. You know, like, I think it's really easy for other women to tear down women who are putting themselves out there because they think they're desperate or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm just having fun. Like, I really enjoy this. I like being in a relationship. I like dating casually. I like meeting new people. And women, if women would do this, where they would just, like, hang out with me randomly via dating app or friend app, whatever, I would do that, too. I've tried on Bumble BFF, and it doesn't fucking work. I just like meeting new people, you know? I think dating's the easiest way to do it, like, dating apps and stuff. But now I have a boyfriend, and I've had one for a while, so I don't meet anyone new. (laughs) Now I'm like, somebody talk to me. That's why I'm starting this podcast, because I have no one to talk to. And I need to strengthen my vocal cords. No, it's funny. I don't know. I think it's just like, let people do them. If you want to date, date. If you don't want to date, fine. But know what you want. And know why you want these things. Don't find someone and don't be with someone just because you're lonely and you don't like yourself or whatever. Because somebody's not going to fix you. Other people are not going to fix you. So you got to go into it like you're not searching you're just here to have a good time that's the problem people are not always here to have a good time and that doesn't always mean that doesn't mean hooking up or having sex that just means like hey you're a person i'm a person let's treat each other like real human beings and if they don't treat you like that you're like okay get the fuck out of here you're a douche canoe i don't want to talk to you yeah and sometimes they're really weird in other ways so i've had some very interesting dates I had some dates where I went on a date with a guy and then nothing, we didn't kiss or anything and it was like fine. And then like we went on another date like months later because we rematched on the dating app and we're like, oh, why didn't we go on a second date? And then we went on another date, but it was like casual this time and we just hung out and I brought a friend. It was like at a bar and we all were hanging out with a bunch of people. And then that was really fun. And I was like, wait, what? And then we went on another date, just the two of us. And it just like, we just didn't have chemistry I guess I don't know what it was like there was I don't meet a lot of people that I'm like oh we there's no like chemistry here like usually at least they seem like they're feeling some sort of chemistry like even if it's not my chemistry they're feeling it but it seemed like neither of us were feeling chemistry and then neither of us we didn't kiss at all and neither of us we like texted but we were like yeah and it just seems like we would have been great friends so Maybe he felt differently. I don't know, to be honest. But it just seemed like friendship. Like, we were just, like, hanging out and being friends. So I've had dates like that. I don't know. They've been fun. I'm still friends on, like, social media with some of these guys. And I, like, forget about them. I'm like, oh, that's that dude. It's, like, fond memories of just, like, friend friendliness. Some of them are weird, and I avoided and had to block at all cost. But... <sighs> Less of those, I think. Less of those than the normal guys. 
I don't know. Well, I hope you all find what you want from dating or hookups or love. And I hope you got something out of this. And if you didn't, at least my voice is soothing, right? I've been told. Well, I love you all. Have a great day. Bye.